What is up, everybody? Happy to have you on today. I am going to go over through how to turn into your number one risk into the single biggest opportunity by doubling the size of your biggest client. What's up, everybody? This is Ryan Staley, and you are listening to the Sales and Marketing Built Freedom Podcast, where we share with you the underground ninja skills and tactics that the top sales and marketing leaders are using create financial and lifestyle freedom. And the question that everybody is asking is, how do I create financial and lifestyle freedom for me? That is the question and this show is the answer. What is up everybody? Welcome to the Sales and Marketing Built Freedom Podcast. I am gonna go over today how your top customer being acquired could be an opportunity to double the size of your biggest client. And so I've been doing a lot of advisory work and what I'm starting to see is there's patterns. And this happened also when I was leading an enterprise sales organization, but you would have the bulk of your revenue spread across multiple different customers, maybe your top 10, top 20 customers. And one of the things that I've seen, because I'm really, really focused on helping companies add millions of dollars in revenue, at least $1 million, sometimes millions of dollars in revenue organically, without adding headcount, without outside investment or without risk. And so as a big part of that, what I do in the process is I really identify the biggest customers and go deep on the demographics, the psychographics, the situational graphics. And there's a few times where multiple people or multiple top customers in that area have been acquired. And so when I'm sitting down with a business owner or a sales leader, one of the things that they identify is they say, hey, you know, this is, these are our top customers. However, these are some of the biggest areas of risk. I've seen it in a consistent pattern and it also holds true for, for sales executives. And so they look at this as the biggest risk where their top sources of revenue could go away, which would scare the hell out of anyone. However, if you take a proactive approach, you could truly turn that into basically an opportunity to pull the size of your biggest customer. And so I'm going to walk you through a five-step process on how to do that. And instead of waiting and being reactive and just hoping you don't um, get replaced by the incumbent that the acquiring company has. This is a quick five-step process that you can leverage really simply to move the needle for you. So one of the, the things that you start off with actually comes out to be what is important to your top decision maker that you're working with now within your customer. What's important to them emotionally? Now you're probably thinking you're like, Ryan, why the hell would I hit on the emotional piece? And it's really simple. It's because, you know, Logic is how people make decisions and emotions is what creates action. And in doing so, what you're going to see is a lot of times they have different um, things that they want to become or do in their career. And a lot of times, if they're one of your top customers, they're usually with a really big company and they have to be ambitious to get to that point. It doesn't just happen on accident. You don't become a senior level executive at a really big company even, even a mid-level executive or even higher middle management without doing some amazing things and being really, really focused on getting there because there's a lot of politics involved. There's a lot of grit involved in terms of kind of moving up that ladder. And so one of the things that, that I've seen is really understanding that because you'll see they might want to get promoted. They might want to make more income. They might want to uh, take on a position at the acquiring company. And a lot of times, once you sniff out and know those situations, it's really, really critical because then you can leverage that to create action on their part to really get you in front of the right people. And so that's that's step number one. 
Okay, the next step is to strategically understand who the, the, the top decision makers are from the inquiring company. Okay, so what, who does your, your new highest level person report to? Is it still internally or do they report up to someone at the other company's level? Now, the beautiful thing is even if they don't report up now to the new decision maker, the current decision maker of the bigger company that acquired them is usually gonna be a peer then. And so you could coach them in one of two ways in terms of doing that. One, if it's a higher level person, you've got to give them the ammo, right? And so we're going on to step three, right? But um, if you are, are basically got to give them more ammo, if they're going to go up a level, if they're going to go across a level, same thing, you got to give them ammo. But the biggest thing you could do is really help them solidify tangibly and, and quantify what the benefit would be if they implemented your solution across the larger organization as a whole. And so what I mean by that is like, how do you extrapolate the financial benefits to the company in terms of a, a specific tangible financial outcome? Because let's face it, every single opportunity or business decision that's made has to have some kind of tangible outcome that they're assigning in their mind and as a business to justify making that decision. And so what I would suggest, especially in light of the uncertainty around revenue, is getting crystal clarity around the tangible financial benefits if they were to implement this enterprise-wide, okay? And so once in terms of doing that, you really need to understand that and give that to your champion of your biggest customer, or your decision maker, I should say, right? And position them, okay? Then what you gotta do is link those two, right? You gotta link those two, what they're most passionate about, what they desire, um, along with the tangible outcomes that you're going to deliver if they were to implement this at the higher level company. Okay, now step number four, build messaging and examples for your contact to broker the meeting, whether it's their peer or whether it's that higher level decision maker. And in terms of doing so, it's, it's, almost, like you, it's almost like writing a cold email, but basically almost writing the email or the executive summary or the high level understanding just to get in the door. So you, you're almost taking the same techniques that you would for cold prospecting to get higher up in the organization you're working with. And so by doing that, uh, you could broker the meeting, get in front of them and really, really leverage that as a proof of concept because most of these companies want a proof of concept. If they've been your biggest customer for years or even a year, there's gonna be really specific tangible results that you've been able to deliver. And so what you're gonna to wanna to do is use that, leverage it as a proof of concept. And what I've seen in those situations is basically it gives you an opportunity not only to make your top customer look amazing and potentially get promoted, but at the same time, it's gonna give you an opportunity to double the revenue of one of your largest customers without even calling out a new company. So you're basically mimicking that cold opportunity prospect for an existing customer that got acquired while making your top customer look amazing. So hope this was helpful for you today. I've seen it come up in a lot of different situations recently and in my career. So don't be afraid to leverage that, especially if you're looking at your accounts over the next year, a lot of people take a step back and plan, which I would highly suggest and start with your biggest customers and work away from that. So awesome having you on. Look forward to talking to you soon and hope you have a great week. Thank you for spending the time with me today. I know that time 
is one of the most valuable resources. So I truly honor and appreciate you coming along this journey with me. One of the things that I want to ask you is if you really truly enjoyed this and know someone that this can make an impact on, please share this episode with them. If you're on a journey for financial and lifestyle freedom, it is always exponentially better if we're building a tribe with like-minded people who are on the same journey. In addition, I have an amazing PDF for you that could be career changing in terms of the content. Essentially what it is are the top 10 questions that every big customer is asking behind closed doors that no one is telling you about. I'll put a link for it in the show notes. So check it out. It's my free gift for you for being a part of this launch and being a part of this journey with me. And I hope to see you soon.